0: It was wonderful. It wasn't easy, (laughs) but my God, was it rewarding.
1: And my children were like, oh God, mom, you have to do it, you have to do it,
2: you have to do it. I can protect
1: this family, that I can do.
3: It's very hard to say no to Jim. No, I'd rather not do that. No, I'm afraid to do that. These are words you just don't use with him.
4: It's like working on a moon mission spent five years building this rocket and it's either going to blow up on the pad or it's going to go to the moon.
5: What will audiences see in this film that they've never seen in a movie before?
4: About three hours worth. (laughs) You show me one image from this film that you've seen before and I'll give you 10 bucks. You'll see creatures, you'll see environments, you'll see culture, you'll see amazing
5: characters. Leave it to James Cameron to push the boundaries of filmmaking once more.
2: I never get intimidated by Jim's crazy ideas. I think that you always get inspired by them. He doesn't have the answers. He, he has his notions of what he wants to achieve, and then we become the guinea pigs.
0: His strive for excellence is just unheard of. Um... And when you're around someone like that, it's infectious.
5: He's returning audiences to the richly imagined paradise of Pandora. Now beneath the sea. The way of water connects all things. In Avatar, The Way of Water. The film requiring its performers to be up for the unique challenge of acting underwater.
3: It's very hard to say no to Jim. No, I'd rather not do that. No, I'm afraid to do that. These are words you just don't use with him. Because he believes you can do it, and kind of because he believes you can do it, you go, well, I better do it.
5: The sequel to the 2009 Juggernaut is cutting edge movie making high definition cameras capturing facial expressions and a digitally enhanced Pandora. With an epic budget estimated at hundreds of millions of dollars and mega expectations, it's another high-risk, high-reward moment for James Cameron. The hotly anticipated film opening in theaters on December 16th. But The Way of Water debuts to an entirely different landscape than the original film back in 2009 did. With so many now staying at home to watch movies, Can this new avatar revive the ailing movie theater industry? You know,
4: it's like working on a moon mission. We spent five years building this rocket, and it's either going to blow up on the pad or it's going to go to the moon. And I couldn't couldn't call that right now. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Pandora.
5: The original movie once seemed like a pipe dream. Its mix of live action and performance capture, a cinematic singularity in 3-D. You
4: know, I worked on that film for about three years before I saw one shot finished. And that was about a year from delivery. So it was a giant leap of
5: faith. Ah! This sheer scope of the original film, its budget coming in at a whopping $237 million. An ambitious roll of the dice, even for Hollywood. And it was all a big experiment. And... Um, We had no guarantee that it was gonna work. But the blockbuster defied all expectations, breaking box office records to become the highest grossing film of all time. Avatar. 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 Winning multiple Oscars and Golden Globes and becoming a pop culture sensation. I choose you. And I choose
4: you, (laughs) Natiri.
5: Avatar getting shout outs from the men and women of SNL. The
3: mating ritual has begun.
5: An homage from The Simpsons. Even talk shows.
3: How's it going there, Lockie? What?
2: Avatar
1: hit a worldwide record. I mean, it was the fastest growing film to hit a billion dollars, and it hit a billion dollars in 19 days. That's colossal.
4: We had no guarantee that it was going to work. So it was a giant leap of faith, you know, and then for that to, to be fulfilled and for people to embrace it felt great.
2: I remember Jim telling us to, leave town when the movie came out and, you know, don't have friends that tell us about box office receipts. I disappeared, and when I came back into society, yeah,
5: life had changed 180, and people looked at you different. The movie a smash hit around the world, eventually becoming a Disney World attraction. Pandora recreated. What kind of story did you want to give the world on this second Avatar movie?
4: Well, I think there's a conscience of the first film, which I wanted to continue, which is around our remaining natural spaces and how civilization is encroaching on them. But I also just really fell in love with these characters, Jake and A. Terry, and I thought, what would that love story look like 15 years later? (coughs) Then how
5: much more powerful a story could it be? The Avatar story is so powerful, he hopes to turn the film into a five movie franchise with the third film already shot. At a certain point I had to face
4: that crossroads You know, do I want to do another Avatar movie? Do I want to invite lightning to come and strike the same place again? And is that even possible?
5: You know, of course, my final answer was go big or go home. Avatar the Way of Water takes place in an environment where James Cameron feels most at home, water. I thought, all right, if I'm going to go down this rabbit hole, let's see how deep we can go with it, metaphorically and and physically, because obviously it took us into the ocean from Ed Harris and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio gasping for life in 1989's The Abyss and Connie Lee Haddon's drowning in 1981's Piranha 2 The Spawning to Danny Nucci's Fabrizio and his final fatal plunge in Titanic no director has done a better job of conveying the absolute terror of trying to survive underwater or failing to than James Cameron has but now this looks like fun. When you're underwater, it's easy to pretend to be the character and just like be stay in the scene and be like, okay, now you know I'm in like the oceans and I, you know, interacting with this creature. In Avatar the Way of Water, Cameron's performance-captured actors are swimming stress-free beneath the waves with full facial expressiveness.
0: I always looked forward to days all together there on the surface before we go down and do the scene. It was a very kind of zen experience and a very unifying.
3: We had to look completely comfortable as if this was just our element as much as land. To get prepared, the actors had to learn to free dive.
4: I really kind of went back to, to free diving probably about 20 years ago and just really be, you know, became an aficionado of it. And I thought,
5: well, let's just incorporate that into the film. Kirk Kroc, a lifelong free diver and renowned expert, helped train the cast and crew. Do not try this at home. How long could you hold your breath before you began this movie?
3: I was able to sort of do a breath hold of a minute. It's pushing yourself to the limit in an
2: environment that is foreign um, to all of us, you know what I mean?
3: And here we go,
2: two
5: minutes.
0: I can't even describe what it felt like to be 30 feet deep in that tank. And with everything that I was having to carry for Natiri, and just waiting for Jim to say action and just releasing.
5: Once you were done with the training, how long could you hold your breath for?
0: Well,
3: a static breath hold where I'm lying with my face in the water six and a half minutes.
0: We were competing in terms of like who was gonna hold their breath longer.
2: Somewhere between four and five minutes. so I had to be under there for four minutes. I got myself to four minutes.
0: I think I'm like in second or third place, but definitely not in first. I think Kate Winslet held hers longer. You do go into this kind
1: of meditative, almost trance-like state because you have to relax. You've got no option because you you use more oxygen holding that breath than you do thinking about other things.
5: Newcomer to the franchise, but no stranger to acting in the water.
0: Kate Winslet.
5: Academy Award winner Kate Winslet. (laughs)
1: He constructs these strong female roles who are resilient. They're robust. They live with their heart. They lead with intention, and they
5: are true leaders. What's it like to work with all these folks you've worked with in the past? It's cool. What's that shared language like for everybody? It's cool. It's
4: it's uh, there's a shorthand, and there's a trust. We know each other's strengths, and humor is one of the most powerful things. And that's really important for Kate. She likes to have a laugh, but then she toggles into business mode. And she wants, you know, her director to be there to be very present
5: with something that is actable for her. She's there to be great. This is the second time Kate Winslet has worked with James Cameron. The first was in Titanic,
1: I'm flying.
5: the role that made her a movie star.
1: Titanic is expected to cruise past the 200 million dollar mark at the box office
5: tomorrow. Kate Winslet, nominated for Titanic, her second nomination. The Oscar crowd is in a frenzy.
4: Are
1: you big fans of Kate Winslet? Yeah! Yeah! It's a very kind of an unreal feeling. And without sounding daft, I do kind of think, oh, how, ca- how can this has happened to me? I feel like I'm living proof in the belief that Jim has instilled in me.
5: Up to that point, she'd been an up-and-coming British film actress. Known for critically acclaimed movies, Heavenly Creatures,
1: It's... Oh, frightfully romantic.
5: Then Sense and Sensibility. Right, Much so of her success, it seems, has to do with her work ethic. When did you sort of learn how strong you were in terms of a set?
1: Well, I've always had stamina. People have always said that about me, like, oh, God, Kate, you're so, what is it people say to me? Oh, she's a trooper. They always <laughs> say that to me. They've been <laughs> saying that to me for years.
5: As she discussed with Stephen Colbert no, 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 yeah, back in 2017. What, oh, okay, really? we really cold. I, yeah
1: really cold.
4: (laughs) Kate had been rather public about the stress on her on Titanic. I mean, she and I have been pals since then and we buried that Hatchet, you know, 20 years ago. But I didn't know that she was going to say yes to this.
5: This was a chance to work together again. A proffered role for Winslet in the Avatar saga. Winslet takes on the role of Renal, the fearless leader of a water-dwelling tribe. We get different sides of Renal, I I guess especially as the films continue. She's austere, a little baleful maybe at first, but there's another side too. She
1: is a tenacious mother um, who will stop at nothing to protect her family and and her tribe, her community. She's, I think, understandably suspicious of anyone who might come in and threaten this harmony and this peace. Jim described her as being the fearless, tenacious, warrior, goddess, leader of the water tribe. And I'm just like, tick, 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 tick. Like, a...
5: You're the first director she's ever worked with more than once.
4: I didn't even realize that until a few days ago somebody mentioned it to me. Uh, so I guess we can drive a stake through that old dumb myth.
5: My children were like, oh my
1: god, mom, you have to do it, you have to do it, you have to do it okay 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 well, you know we'll read the script yeah no just you have to do it you have to do it it was almost like they didn't care what the script was like
5: the first avatar film spawned an entirely new fictional universe
1: you're
5: ready Zoe Saldana's Neytiri and the rest of the Navi guides to a glorious world where magical possibility and harmony with nature is beset by humans
3: fire firing
0: I feel like it was the first time, at least for audiences like myself, where we were hearing the conversation around climate change and, and given a clear picture of what could happen.
2: I got no plan,
5: but I can protect this family. That I can do. <sighs> the Way of Water finds Jake and Etiri, the lovers and heroes of the first film, raising their blended family.
0: Now they're not just, you know, two partners on the run. It's two partners and children on the run, so the heart is much more compromised. What was important to
5: you about it being a blended family?
4: It's really a mixed-race family. If you think about that dynamic, you know, Jake is essentially partially human. He has a human mind in a not-V body, but it's really an avatar body. And Natiri is is a full-blooded Natvi. And so how does their community look upon them and, more importantly, their
5: children? responsibilities of parenthood affecting their response to crisis. The humans have come back, and here they are having to go to war, pick up up their weapons again.
4: Now they've got children, and uh, what does that look like?
5: (laughs) Every bit the beating heart of the Avatar films. Neytiri is portrayed via performance capture by the extraordinary Zoe Saldana, reprising her role from the original.
0: He finally got to a place in time when it comes to technology where he can finally get to interpret in performance capture the element of water. The way of water is a love letter that he has written for us all.
4: Zoe came back, and I think on her very first day, she said one of my favorite lines in the film, and I was like, she's back, Neytidi's back. From J.J.
5: Abrams' Star Trek films.
0: We are receiving a distress signal from the USS Kobayashi Maroon.
5: The James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy series.
0: You have the bearing of a man of honor.
5: Saldana has been a go-to talent for franchise directors like Cameron, all of whom she believes recognize in her a rebel spirit.
0: I think that there's probably something that they see in me, that they see in themselves. I hear words like an outsider, a misfit, uh, an underdog, and these were words that I would use to describe myself when I was younger. As a daughter of immigrants, as a woman of color, it gave me an empty, vast space where I can be anything that I wanted. But I needed the gatekeepers of these worlds to believe in me, and and they did. There was definitely that kind of commonality that brought you know, people like Jim and myself together. I feel her, Dad.
5: Jake Sully, leaving his human form behind, becoming a father. First one, he was stuck between
2: his allegiances with the humans and his allegiances with the Navi. This time he stuck between his allegiances with remaining the legendary Na'vi warrior, all the responsibilities to his family.
5: Sam Worthington, as Avatar's leading man, he thrives working for Jim Cameron.
2: Yeah, look, Jim's this guy, I've always said I'm, I'm his soldier. He understands loyalty and he understands time, and these are two great gifts that, you know, sometimes get overlooked when you're making movies.
4: Well, Sam is his own soldier. He can project incredible power, incredible strength, incredible leadership just through his voice. This family is our fortress. And he's really in touch with his own vulnerable side to the point that, you know, he he can cry in a
5: movie and you believe it. Children are a central part of the plot in this film. Team Avatar conducted an extensive search to find the next generation of Pandora inhabitants.
1: When I flew to LA for the final round, I was told, look, you're you're just an option, you're gonna be too old to do this. And when you're 16 to be told you're too old, you get very, you know, you're in crisis, right?
0: I remember getting the audition notice February of 2017 and being so excited that I showed up a week early (laughs) by accident and I guess the rest is history. I, I still can't believe it happened. I didn't have much experience, and because of that, I thought my audition was terrible. Avatar was my like big, oh my gosh, this is happening. I'm becoming an actor.
5: But one of Jake and Natiri's kids isn't a newcomer at all. When the first avatar ended, Sigourney Weaver's Dr. Grace Augustine Grace. had breathed her last. Grace. A lunch-found actor and director hoping to re-team on the upcoming Avatars. What do you remember about that lunch? <laughs> Well, I'd already made up my mind. I just needed to get her to agree. Cameron creating a new role for her as the teenager Kiri, the biological daughter of Weaver's original character, now adopted by Jake and Nati.
3: I'm on.
4: The obvious choice to play that character was Sigourney. And in fact, I wrote it for her. You know, I was thinking, "How can I get Sigourney back in this damn movie?"
5: How did he tell you he wanted you to play someone who was 14 years old?
3: Well, you know, he said, "Come on." We both know you're 14 at heart, so I don't think this is gonna be a problem for you.
5: Playing a character decades younger, it's perhaps her biggest acting challenge ever.
3: I don't think he would've offered it to me if we didn't know each other, because he didn't know what a goofball I was. And basically, that is who I am. And, you know, Kiri is much more, perhaps, serious. Earnest. Earnest, yeah, and searching.
5: Just as her teen character Kiri is searching, Weaver could recall grappling with her own life issues as she was growing
3: up. I had, as many of us do, uh, a very memorable adolescence. I remembered all of it so well, just wanting to shrink, wanting to disappear. I was terribly shy.
5: So that sense of alienation when you're young, that sense of like conflict with your mom maybe, or how did those things sort of come to play?
3: I remember all of that very vividly. I think children feel things so strongly and I think um, Kiri takes things very much to heart. So
5: what does her heartbeat sound like? Mighty. Kiri's look based on an adjustment that Weaver suggested to Cameron, who'd initially envisioned her as a poised,
3: note-perfect teen version of Neytiri. And I said, That's not Kiri. You know, Natiri is like this incredible goddess warrior who's so perfect, who's so beautiful. You know, she can do anything. I'm telling you that as a 13, 14 year old girl, I don't ever imagine that I'm gonna be anything like that and I'd rather not try.
5: And he heard you when you said that. He
3: heard, but it went from this very composed looking young woman to what they call awkward Kiri.
5: The challenge for you is that you are acting along with other young people who actually are children right now.
3: May I just say how grateful I am to all the kids for accepting me as one of the group. I did all the physical preparation with them. I was determined not to be this old lady who couldn't do.
5: So she committed fully, taking classes in parkour alongside her real-life co-stars, like Jack Champion whom she'd auditioned with. She was like the most warm, welcoming person and made me feel really like, okay, we're, we're, we're like having fun instead of like, this is an audition.
3: It was one of the most amazing experiences of my life because here is this beautiful boy who we just grabbed each other's hands and I fell in love with Jack then. And even though now he's a huge tall man, that 12 year old will always be dear to my heart.
5: I forget that I'm working with Sigourney, and she just becomes Curie, the character. A character born of a unique trust between actor and director.
3: Jim gave me total freedom, and I just would let Curie out.
5: Cameron's also bringing more than his filmmaking skill to the table. The Way of Waters' family drawing on his own life as a father of five. How did being a father and having a family impact the story you're telling in Way of Water?
4: Well, the family aspects are integral to it. I was you know, working through artistically some of the things that I had been living, you know, as a father of five for the previous couple of decades. That's all in there, that's all the fabric of it. And I thought, if I can take something on a fantastic, phantasmagorical other world and ground it in those universals that we've all experienced or seen, then how much more powerful a story could it be?
5: With so much invested in the Avatar series, The Way of Water begs the question, can Cameron come close to, or even top, the epic success from over a decade ago? Do you feel pressure for it to make money?
4: Sure, sure, because, you know, movie three is already in the can, right? We're in post-production on movie three. We're already in post-production on the first let's call it the first act of movie four. Four is fully written, five's fully written, they're both fully designed. So this is a big investment that all collapses if we don't do well this, this time out. When all the theaters in the world closed at the same time, it was like, okay, guess we're screwed. <laughs> but you know, it's coming back, so hope is, hope is building up, you know?
0: I know that the whole theater experience um is in danger. It's, it's almost like a species that's nearing extinction or, or about to enter that dangerous zone. I think that we as a population and as avid uh, seekers of stories um, need to always try to connect and, and still remain strangers in a very big room uh, up against a very large screen. And, um, and we shouldn't rob ourselves of an experience. It's thrilling, it's beautiful, and I think that I think that we shouldn't we shouldn't let that die.